Welcome to Slight Reliability. Learning SRE one day at a time. I'm Stephen Townsend. Welcome back to Slight Reliability. I'm Stephen Townsend and this is the show where we learn about SRE and observability one week at a time. I'm sure you all know by now that prior to exploring SRE, I was a performance engineer for 13 years. Performance engineering is a great field of work. It taught me how to make sense of complex software systems, how they're used, how to identify bottlenecks among like many, many other lessons. In an oversimplified way, both performance engineering and SRE look at performance and availability of software services. However, although the goals of each role are similar, from my experience anyway, the actual work and approach is quite different. I've mostly enjoyed the broader scope of involvement that SRE provides in an organization and the more hands-on nature of the work in terms of actually working in production. But there are a few things I did as a performance engineer that I miss and which I think could add value to the world of SRE. The one I want to talk about today is the analysis of complete sets of raw data. In observability, we talk often about events which are discrete things that occur in our software systems. An event could be an HTTP request hitting a server, a batch job running, or even a single CPU instruction being executed. Most of the time as SREs, we don't look at complete sets of events. We either sample events down to a manageable volume, as is frequently the case in distributed tracing, or we aggregate across events to create metrics. Sampling, for example, collecting and storing traces for 1% of the transactions hitting your app, still lets you see raw data, just not all of it. There are some risks and limitations about what the sample data is and is not telling you, but for the most part, it still gives you a fairly accurate representation of system behavior and customer experience. Metrics, on the other hand, are a statistical calculation run over a bunch of events. And when we convert events into metrics, we lose information. For example, three requests hit our service over one minute, and they take two, three, and 10 seconds each to process. If we average those values up, we would get an average request time of five seconds. If we then discard the raw events and keep this average, we have a number, five seconds, but it doesn't really tell us much about the real behavior of the service or what actually occurred. Every line chart you've ever looked at is plotting metrics. You might be plotting an average, a count, a sum, a minimum or maximum, a percentile, some kind of aggregation is being applied. That means that every line chart is potentially lying to you, or putting it less dramatically, we are looking at incomplete information and making assumptions about the underlying system behavior. Which brings me to the point of this episode. Something that I used to do as a performance engineer, which I miss, is plotting raw data in a scatter plot. The two most common situations I did this were analyzing the results of a performance test with potentially millions of points of data for each request made during the test, or analyzing HTTP access logs which capture similar events in a similar way. Talking about telemetry signals, the signal type I'm discussing here, which is appropriate for scatter plots, is logs. 
but you could potentially draw scatter plots for spans as well. If you're not familiar with scatter plots, think of a line chart where the x-axis is time, and for example, the y-axis is the duration of the event. There's no aggregation of events. Instead, you place a marker on the chart for every single event that occurred. So you end up with these charts filled with points. I'll provide some links to articles or images in the description if you want to take a look at some examples of scatter plots. It's quite difficult to explain scatter plots without a visual aid. I think I'm probably going to write an article about this too. Scatter plots show you exactly what your system is doing. You can see patterns of behavior that would otherwise be hidden from view. Here's some example patterns I've seen over the years. Horizontal bands. So say the majority of the time your service is taking two seconds, but there's a smaller number of requests taking four seconds and an even smaller number taking six seconds. This pattern was often associated with a timeout retry configuration issue somewhere in a distributed system. Good luck seeing that pattern clearly with a line chart. Intermittent freezing, which you might not otherwise spot. For example, it could be subtle, like a 15 second system-wide freeze that occurs every hour on the hour because of some scheduled administrative task. With raw data, you also see all of the outliers. They're all visible. So you can see a million requests and maybe a dozen of them were timing out after five minutes. That may or may not be important to you or your customers but at least you can see them and consciously choose whether to investigate them or ignore them. Because you have every event there, you might see issues such as a particular server or maybe availability zone is acting differently than the others, which you might not catch if you're looking at an aggregate line chart, which is munging everything together. There's a variation of a scatter plot called a tornado scatter, which is the same thing, except instead of a point on the chart, you have a line and that line stretches along the x-axis from the time that an event started until it finishes. I'll add some links to the description for this as well. In particular, a talk that Neil Davies did at Whopper. So Whopper is the workshop on performance and reliability, and Neil is a performance expert. With tornado scatters, I used to see what we would call backwards-leaning tornadoes. So this is where a service completely stops responding, and during the freeze, requests keep coming in and they get queued up, waiting for the service to respond. And when the service finally does respond, all of the requests get processed in a big burst all at once. Speaking of patterns and raw data, many years ago, I did a talk called Constellations at a Neatis pack event. I think it was in France. Yeah, the one we did in Chamonix. Now, I haven't been able to track down my slides from that or see a recording. If anyone knows where to get that recording, I'd love to see that uh, presentation so I could refer back to it. So scatter plots are awesome, but the monitoring tooling that I've used to date hasn't supported scatter plots. I used to use Splunk quite a bit, and it actually does support scatter plots, but I was infuriated that the maximum number of points you could have on a chart was something like a hundred, like a tiny amount. In the past, I've used a desktop analytics tool called Tableau to connect to and plot large sets of data for this purpose. Others in the performance engineering community are using the statistical language R, like the letter R, and a, a tool called R Studio to do the same. Or, or they're doing something similar in Python. I think it's a shame that there aren't more tools out there that support scatter plots 
and the analysis of large and sometimes complete sets of raw data. I get it. Raw data is expensive to store and process. It's potentially slow to analyze. It would be literally impossible for very large organizations with high volumes of load to store the logs for every single request that hits their services. But there are tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of organizations out there whose scale is at a level where you could store the HTTP request access log for every request you receive for multiple years in a row without too much drama. I've seen it. I've been lucky enough to have access to five years or more of raw data for some applications, which has given extraordinary insight into the usage and behavior of a system and how that changes over time. Scatterplots are not the answer to everything. They're not very good at showing the density of the data that you're plotting. They're also only for plotting system behavior from one point in the system, unless you use multiple scatterplots, which I often did in the past. But for that one component, they give you a level of visibility that's unparalleled in revealing what's really happening in your system that you won't get in many or any other way. So before I go, I'll leave you with some questions. Why don't we utilize scatterplots in our observability? How could we leverage raw data to make our lives easier and do a better job? Are there kinds of raw data analysis already happening, which I'm not aware of? And why do I sometimes say data and other times data? I don't have the answers to these questions, especially the last one, but I'm keen to hear what you think. And that is all from another episode of Slight Reliability. Thank you once again for tuning in. I'll be back next week with another interview. See you then.